Welcome to Local Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. What's up, fam? Hey, we're back. It's been a couple of weeks. It has. Lots of things have changed. <laughs> yeah, your hair. My hair. Mohawk's <laughs> gone. Um, what else has changed? Got some new ink on my arm right here. We're wearing some cool t-shirts right now. It's a nefarious. It's gonna be a motorcycle brand apparel company. Motorcycle apparel. Motorcycle brand apparel. <laughs> that sounds wrong. <laughs> and I didn't even start to drink yet. That's not true. I had a couple of drinks, but not not enough to not know what the hell I'm talking about though. What is it? Motorcycle apparel company. We're gonna we're starting. So. We've had this in the works for a little bit now. We've finally got some designs done and went and printed up some shirts so that we can start taking some pictures and building our website and our social and all that stuff. So um, watch out for some some cool new swag. We also, along with that, we at some point in time here in the near future, we're gonna have locals only apparel as well available on the website as well. So, but that's all yet to be seen. Um, coming soon apparently i can't keep, get my thoughts straight until we have some drinks here so let's have a <laughs> shot first oh, yeah, <laughs> that, that thing, right? cool cool you gonna ch chase it with your drink <laughs> anyways so we are back um yeah the the Teacher thing is pretty cool. We're pretty stoked about that. We've got some cool designs we've done so far. Um, yeah, it's just something we've had on the brain for a bit and yet to really pull pull the tr trigger on. So here it comes. Um, this one kind of spur of the moment. Actually, I had like I had the guy that was making the shirts for me. I had him prep like five shirts. Um, but then I kind of changed some plans. So all of a sudden I had like two extra shirts. So I looked through some cool pictures I had, um, things that I played with the color on and all that stuff. And this was one of them that I didn't necessarily like plan to do, but I decided to have it do, done since we had a couple extra shirts. Um, it's from a photo shoot that Shree and I did. We went out on, a, on the desert, not too far from our house out here in Utah and took some cool pics. Well, one night we had really cool clouds and sunset and. I had a sexy model oh, on yeah. a sexy bike, and so, yeah. <laughs> so this became a shirt. Um, I, I think it's dope. Yeah, Anyways, it's but, pretty cool. And this one that Shree is wearing is the logo that we came up with. Um, yeah. yeah. My daddy's an artist, so he helped yeah, us so out with it. help out. Yeah, I, yeah. I got to say, when it's on Shree, like... It kind of gets stretched in weird ways because of her boobs, <laughs> and it looks a little bit different. Yeah, than it looks a little. Normally does. Yeah, the shirt fits a little tight. It's gonna be one of those when girls wear. It's gonna be one of those look at my boob shirts, right? So, but speaking of which, we're gonna leave that that into. Or we're gonna use that to lead into our discussion tonight. And I haven't really told Shree about what my thoughts were, but um, talking about struggle, right? Um, since we decided to do this podcast thing, I wanted to like keep things really real and raw and uh, 
like real life bullshit, right? Like I don't necessarily want somebody thinking that we're this perfect couple that never has hard times and all that stuff. And so I heard somebody say one time um, to make your mess your message. So we had a little bit of a mess the last couple weeks. So we are going to talk about something, a thought that I had last night, actually, I was going to bring up and this can just go where, wherever it goes. We don't really have any plans beyond this. In fact, Sri has no idea that I even had this in mind. <laughs> but we had a hard time. Um, I had a hard time the last couple of weeks myself in my own head about like personal stuff that didn't necessarily have to do with Sheree. Um, specifically, but it was just like life's hard sometimes, right? Um, sometimes you get stressed, sometimes you get concerned, sometimes you get a little bit scared about how things are going to work out. Some, sometimes who knows what, right? So I had my own thing going on in my head. Um, when you have your own thing going on in your head, it makes you act differently around those who you live with and who you love. And oftentimes that can cause them to have hard times as well, right? Yeah. So... After a couple weeks of this went by, um, a couple things escalated and sort of brought some things to the forefront. And so we kind of had like a come to Jesus moment, right? So actually last night I was laying in bed and I had this thought. This was a thought I had. Um, we've talked about on this show before, we've talked about things like... Um, not giving up too soon, not giving up too quick because you may not ever know what you missed out on had you like worked through it and uh, saw the prize that you had at the end if you just got through this struggle, right? So we've had discussions like that. We've also had discussions like sometimes like you just might be the asshole, right? Um, sometimes it might be your fault. You might be the one that's a dick, right? Um, but the thought that I had last night is, is, is this. It's like sometimes... Is both of your faults. You're both not being right. You're both not acting right. You're both not like doing the right things, right? And at the same time, because you're both not acting right, you're both kind of hurting each other's feelings at the exact same fucking time. And it might come to a point like this. You might both need the other one to fix you. They need you to fix, like she might need me to fix her and I might need her to fix me. But I'm like kind of angry and pissed off and I'm like, I'm not going to give her what she needs. And she's angry and pissed off and she's not going to give me what, what I need. But sometimes you both need the other one to fix you. So what comes in the way of that? What stops you from being willing to be the one that's like, fuck it. I'm just going to like step up and like try to fix this situation, right? Um, lots of things come in mind. Um, Pride, anger, frustration. Um, I don't know. I mean, the list could go on, on, on and on and on. But here's my point. Sometimes something could totally be fixed if you will both just fucking like cave in and do what you know you need to do. <laughs> but that's hard to do as a human, right? Because you're like, no, this person harmed me. But, it, but you very... Well, could both be saying that about each other at the same time, and it might be at accurate and true sometimes. Sometimes it's not just one person being the asshole. Sometimes two people are being the asshole. And what's weird about that is you want your loved one, your like significant other, 
when you're feeling bad, you need them to be there for you. But if they're feeling bad and they need you to be there for them at the same time, it comes to this this weird place where it's like, both of you want this to be done. Both of you like l l love each other. Both of you want to just move on and be okay. But there's like something in the way because you both expect and want the other person to be there to fix it. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Or am I just rambling <laughs> on like a jackass? Well, I think sometimes you can even, like your partner can even try and sometimes you're not open to even like being okay with it because you're still stuck in your, your mode. And so it gets hard and even by what you're going through, your partner's gonna feel it because if you wanna make things good, if you wanna have a good relationship, then you're obviously going to be affected by anything that your partner goes through. And I think that's the hardest part is being able to come out of something like that when you know your partner is having a hard time and it's just something that like you want to help fix for them, but maybe they're not ready to fix it. And like it just kind of pulls you apart. But just like what you're saying, like you kind of both have to get to a point where you're OK to like let down your defenses and just kind of make it better because you know that there's no reason. I mean, there's lots of reasons, I guess, <laughs> but, but like, you, you know, it's better like, for you. But do you understand what I meant though by like last night, for example, you were super down and you were super sad and I was super down and I was super sad and I needed you to be there for me and you needed me to be there for you. But when you're both in that same situation at the same time, it's a much different di dynamic, though, than, like, just if one person's being an asshole, like, listen, I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be like this. But you're both kind of being dicks at the same time, right? And you're both, like, and so, like, you get to the point where you realize, like, this is stupid. Like, I don't want to be like this tomorrow. So how do I fix this? But you just kind of both have this feeling, like, I need you to fix me back and forth, right? Um, it's just, it's just this interesting situation where you're both right and you're both wrong at the same time about this, about certain things. Right. So how do you fix that, Brandon? <laughs> I'm just saying like, this, this was like a new epiphany that came to me last night where I'm like, we're both like ticked off at each other and like, we don't want to be ticked off at each other. We want to just like wake up tomorrow and have life be good. Right. Yeah. So what's stopping you from making it good, right? Like we've we've had the discussion before. It's like I think it was on the episode we called uh, "We Do Makeups, Not Breakups," right? Like, what's the alternative? You continue to go down this shit path, and you end up where? Split up and miserable, or you just make the choice to like be like, "Okay, this is stupid. I'm done with this. I don't want to do this anymore." I'm not saying I have the answers here. <laughs> this is a discussion. No, what I think though is you, it's what you have to do to build up to the point where you can both be that way, right? Like if you take part into creating the relationship that you want to have with each other and you're actually both working towards it, then I think you both can eventually get to that point. But I think there's just 
all the things that we always talk about and being able to build up to that moment and and know that there's better times even when you're in a really messed up shitty time then you know you can make it through that's my thoughts on that (laughs) but yeah I think that's the hardest part is when you both are going through something and you want the other person to be able to make it all better because I don't know for me like I I like to try to make it better but sometimes you just can't get yourself to that point and that is a hard thing to get well, what's to. okay it's that's my point right so what's stopping you from getting to the point and it's not just you i'm talking about me here too and we're talking about all these other these other these other people out here because they go through the same shit what stops us from getting to the point where it's just like okay i'm just gonna overcome my pride or whatever and just like make this thing okay I think you kind of, in a weird way, have to fake it to make it in a weird way. Does that sound awful? Like, I think that you kind of have to just say, okay, I've got to stop, like, like do something to create a moment to bring back a different state of mind for the both of you. Because it is a state of mind. It's a state, the state that you're in and being able to bring yourself out of it. But if one of you gets brought out of it and the other one's still stuck in it, it'll be easy to bring you back to that awful state. But I think you both have to kind of make the choice to like make the effort to get to a different well, state. Well, if, if one of you never, and, and this is actually an interesting point, if one of you never really gets out of it, right? If you just fake it to make it forever, okay? So I remember well, not forever, in, but I mean like sometimes get, it is forever. Sometimes you women are like camels and you never fucking forget camels is that the no, right that's reference elephant no, elephants you never camels store water that's true. we're just like Ele- elephants where you we're never just like camels anything. we store a lot of water i remember the one time i was t- talking to my mom about something with my mom and my dad just before my dad passed away and my mom was just really angry, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Mom, and I, we're talking. She's like, Brandon, one time when I was pregnant with Jeffrey, your dad did this thing. And I'm like, Mom, Jeff's like 45 years old for hell's sake, right? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, right? Like, do you ever forget and move past? Like, that? that's act, 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 actually an issue. Like, we've actually t- talked about this before where... If you can't get past it, every time something comes up, you're gonna bring up that thing like it's fresh and it's new, and you're just as p- pissed off now as you were way back then. And if that's gonna be the case, this person here can never win, right? Like, my dad could have done the right thing forever after that, and she would have never forgot it, right? You know, so that's an issue too, right? That's not necessarily what I meant to like talk about, but I think that's not just a woman thing. I think that's like a personality thing because I think a lot of younger couples do that in their marriage because they don't realize that that doesn't benefit their relationship yeah like you like you have to actually like legit like move on right and leave shit in the the past yeah that's way easier said than done yeah especially because when you get in arguments like all of a sudden you're like okay well i'm mad about this one thing and then all of a sudden you when you Because what happens when you get in an argument? You get into this place of like, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to communicate. I'm going to sit in my own space, in my own head, and I'm going to let all these wheels start turning, and you're going to be like, okay, well, 
she's done this before, so I'm going to attack this thing on top of it. So it's not just this one thing, all of a sudden now it's two things. And then you're like, oh, well, remember what happened before that? And you attack another thing. And so it's like you just keep stacking all of these things on top of each other. And all of a sudden, instead of your partner being this beautiful best friend or love of your life, they've become this person who does this and then in turn does this and does this and then does this and does this. And then all of a sudden you created this awful monster yourself in your own head. And that's not really the person that you have sitting next to you. It's really just this person how that many, you made up in your head. How many divorced people do you guys know where like one person's like, oh, they've just this guy, this guy or girl, they're just the fucking worst. And you're like, I know them fairly well and they, they don't seem so bad, right? You know, like you can like, like Shri just said, you can create a monster in, in your own head that may or may not be completely true. Like it yeah. may not be a fair assessment. Well, too, I think when you're in that mode of like just being angry and upset and you can't get out of that and you don't ever communicate what's going on in your head, then all of a sudden, like even things that might not be exactly what that other person is, like you kind of like exaggerate it a little bit, right? Well, here's the fucked up part about what you said when you're angry in your head and you can't get, 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 out, of, get out of that. Sometimes you don't want to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, all of a sudden, like, because what happens if you get out of it? Then you're not the victim of it. Right. Like, that yeah. situation yeah. anymore. And so it's easier because you're like, I'm not, I'm not the victim. I need to be the victim because yeah, I, that's how I'm going to win this fight. Awful, and so I'm going to stay mad because, they're, <laughs> because they did this or that, right? Um, but the only reason why you're in that mode is because it's fulfilling something for you, right? Like you're gonna keep tacking on those things because you want to be right and you wanna be in that mode of feeling that way because that's what makes you feel like you're right in the way that you're feeling about the other person. Yeah. And, and being in like a victim state, like it's, it, you do get your needs fulfilled in a weird way. And, and it may even just be your own reason like not even like what another person does for you yeah i don't know your needs it might be your what you feel your need might be at the moment but clearly that's not your needs yeah, right sorry. Because yeah it's, not it's, your needs like it's not actual good for needs, you but right like, you're but it but it, it you're getting feel, something it from it, something right? for yeah, you right you. now right yeah, not but a need but a fulfillment but they're not positive yeah it's a very negative pathway to go 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 down yeah and that's the crazy part about it is like you can keep spinning the wheels on your head and and get yourself to a really bad place really fast and yeah. i think that's when it's like really hard to get out of it because unless you like start talking to each other then it, like you'll never make it through those things because you have all these things that you stacked up on top of each other and all of a sudden like Guess what? If you like talked about this one thing before it got too bad, then you didn't need to stack all these things up. Just imagine like had you like had this one issue with each other and instead of like separating and being angry and going into your own zone and being in your own head, if you dealt with that one thing, then all these things don't stack up, right? Like you don't need all that weight to be carried on your partner, but all of a sudden it, you've created this monster in your own head because well, there's no communication yeah well let's 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 get real for a second here so not 
I felt like we were being real before, but we're getting extra real right now, okay? So for me, as a dude, okay, as a guy, um, it might just be because of my upbringing to some degree, and I will admit that has a big part to play in it. Um, but as I talk to others and I, the more life experience, it's not just my upbringing. This is kind of the case, right? So men feel certain ways, right? Like men are supposed to do certain things, right? They're supposed to be able to provide. They're supposed to be like at some point in time in their life, they're supposed to be to like this place. They're supposed to have all these things. And if you're not here, then you're just a like piece of shit, right? Dudes just have that ingrained in their brain, right? And it's somewhat true because women, I mean, you can go out just for fun and go scroll through. I haven't actually done this, but I have read studies on this, right? Go out and scroll through like Tinder feeds and look at what women are expecting. They're expecting the dude to be six foot tall or plus. He's got to make six figures or plus. He's got to do the this or that. And if you don't, you need not apply, right? Just because you get married doesn't mean that like guys stop like understanding that like things like this count, right? So what if you are somebody who maybe you lost your job, maybe you own a business and things got slow, maybe whatever you're flying along just fine in life and then all of a sudden things get hard or you've tried and you've tried and you've tried and nothing's really worked out the way that you had hoped yet, right? Eventually, guys can get to a point like this. This is a big part of why, like, guys commit suicide way more than women do, right? Because they get depressed because they're not living up to what they're expected to be, at least in their own head, right? So, in my situation, business has been slow. It's been this, it's been that. Like, I haven't been able to, like, perform in that way, in the way that. So, like, life gets hard and I get, like, stressed out, right? Now, I don't think that Sheree wants to hear about me being stressed out. I think if I bitch to her and moan to her about how I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling scared or I'm feeling stressed, that's going to make me look weak, right? I don't want to look weak because I'm a man. So what do I do? I kind of shut down and I stop talking. And then what? It makes things worse. (laughs) It makes things worse. Because for me, I don't know, like... I don't know. For me, I just want to help with the with whatever's going on. And here's what happens in a situation like that is you kind of think that you know what's going on in your partner's head, but all of a sudden, like, you may not exactly know. And so you're like, am I right? Am I wrong? I don't know. So then I go and I sit in my own space and I'm like, okay, well is it this is it this or is it this like and i start I'm, guessing in my I'm head i'm like stressed out about work and she <laughs> probably thought i was off like having an affair well it makes your head go into like <laughs> crazy spaces because you have no idea when you, because when things don't make any sense and we've gone through stuff like this before yeah. when things don't make any sense your brain wants to connect dots right yeah and your brain may just go ahead and connect dots that don't actually c- connect yeah Right. And even though, like, in my head, like, I know that that's not what's going on, but I can't, like, it's like that stacking thing that I was talking about all of a sudden, like, I'm like, it could be that he's stressed out about this, but what if it's this? And what if it's this? And what if it's that? And so I've got all of these reasons why he's not talking to me or communicating with me. And then all of a sudden I'm stuck with this, like, whole different 
person in my head, like what I was saying, this monster in my head that's not even real and not even what he's actually thinking. But that's kind of what I was saying. Like we could remove all of those things had there been like that communication in the first part, which is really hard. It's really hard when you're in a mode and you shut down and you don't want to talk like just like Brennan's saying, like I understand. Well it's, well, it's hard because it is a real thing and you can look this up too if you choose to not believe me. But women file for divorce. They're the ones that initiate divorce 80% of the time, eight out of 10 times. And the number one leading factor to that is loss of stability. That's a fact. That's true. Okay. Now there may be other factors that lead into that stuff. Who knows? Right. But that is on dudes brains right now. Me growing up before I knew any of that, I did grow, grow up in a household where my father, um, did have a business he was successful and then all of a sudden he was not right um and i saw the way that that affected my mom and dad's relationship um that's very very real to me i heard the fights i listened to all the screaming i listened to all that stuff right um so it's just the fact of my life that's what's real to me right and so when things get slow it does cause me like severe stress Things have been slow. I'm in the carb business. The carb business has been weird for the last long time. Um, it's picking up again now, but it's been slow from Christmas till now, and that's a longer time than normal. So it does cause some stress, does cause some fear, right? Now the shitty thing about that is because I have had that stress and I have had those anxieties and I've had those fears I, that, that work stress has become home stress, right? So that's what I think I would like to figure out how to overcome. I don't think that Sheree ever looked down on me in this last several months when like things have been slow, but I still have that life experience from when I was a kid watching my mom and dad go through the bullshit that they went to. Like that's still like super real to me. And you know, that can be a real thing in your relationships. I don't think that's like a, an unrealistic fear. I think like you growing up in that situation, it does kind of give you PTSD when it comes to that. So I, and in me knowing that that's where that comes from, like I know that that's where those feelings are coming from. And, and for me, like, I think being able to know your partner and where they stand in your relationship and understanding that, like, you know, there is a safe space to be able to talk about that. And I know you don't like talking about safe spaces. <laughs> I hate that word, that phrase. <laughs> but, you know, just being able to have that conversation because... I don't know, when you are a team together, like you figure it out. And when you don't have to have those worries about like being not at the level that you feel like you should be at and wondering if your partner's going to judge you or or feel a certain way about where you're at at that moment. You know, I think when you are a team and you can talk about it and you can get through it. I mean, like even with everything that we went through in the past couple of weeks, like what was really the one thing that was able to bring us to a better place. And I would say that it was communicating what was going on. 
because when we shut down, you keep feeling bad and like keep adding that stress onto yourself. And instead of like, it just like you stacking stuff up about me, you're stacking stuff up about yourself. And all of a sudden you become this person in your own head that you're not really. And then I'm like thinking that, oh, there's all these other things that I'm stacking up and I'm creating like a different version of you, a different version of who I think you see and you're kind of doing the same thing. But when you can talk and be a team and understand where each other's at, then I think that's how you kind of get through those things. And and with everything that we talk about on this podcast, like communication is huge. And like I shut down, like I can't handle not having a communication and and it's different for everybody because some people just get in their own mode and they like bottle things up i'm more of a bottling type of person like i'll i'll like let things go and i'll let things go until like it gets so bad in my head that i have like, a breakdown but that's you being <laughs> guilty of the same thing you're not liking about me the fact no, that i don't talk sure. right like that's your mo and with with me i'm not very good at like masking my emotions right so the second I start feeling weird, Sheree like knows that something's up. Sheree is pretty pretty good at it though. So we could be like going along, like all is fine, this and that, and all of a sudden she has this fucking breakdown. And I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> and it might have been like three months like in the making. And yeah. to me, I'm like, we're going along just fine. And then all of a sudden you hit a fucking brick wall and you don't know where the fucking brick wall came from. Yeah. So what's better, that? Or at least immediately, you know that I'm not feeling right, right? We <laughs> both do the same thing. Neither of them are good. But I'm not. But I'm not very good at like masking my emotions. You are. So at least I I give you like, like, a lead up to the wall. <laughs> oh sure. You just fucking drop. Like I'm running along full speed. You just fucking put a wall in my. Fucking so you're way. saying the way you process is better than me? Is I'm this not saying this? either is like, good. Like, I'm just saying, but you're guilty of it too. You're just better at masking it until the brick wall is built instantly in my pathway, and I just fucking smash into to do it. Yeah. No. I mean, that's the whole point of this conversation. I think is the fact that, like. Anything that I like let bottle up and I let build up and then I like have a breakdown Like imagine where what could have happened with that. I just told you how I felt about a certain situation Before letting it bottle up like if we take it in the same analogy Like instead of stacking all these things up in my head had I like come to you and had that conversation When the first issue arise then I wouldn't get to a point where I built a brick wall and you smacked right into yeah. it, right? But it's hard. Yeah, no, it's, it's honestly like super hard because when you go through something and you and well, you don't want to have to mention it to your partner and you think you can get through it on your own because I think that's where I go because I'm like, okay, maybe this is a me thing and I just need to get through it or maybe I just don't think that and I know you feel the same way and that's the irony of it all is usually like whenever you're going through something in particular, your partner's going through can go through a very similar thing and you just don't want to have to share that information with them because you're afraid of how they'll respond or what they'll think of you well most of the time and this is a triggering point for some and it might be for you i, I don't know but most of the time when i have feelings 
that I don't want to share with you. It's not because I don't want to share them with you. I do want to share them with you. I just have this this huge fear that you're going to like somehow make it about you and how you're awful and how you're this and that and how you're not enough. When it's nothing to do with you, it has to do with me feeling like shit about myself. But when I make when I try to share with you how I feel shit about myself and then you get upset and you make it about you, it just makes a problem like infinitely worse. And so because I have that fear, I just keep it to myself most of the time. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, is it happens on the other side too. Sure, that's okay. What that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Is like we both get to these places where we can't share or communicate because so if we're, we're giving, both in that. If we're spot, keep giving right? any advice from our own <laughs> life experiences, like what's the lesson to be learned there? I'm gonna have some more to drink. Well, you describe that. <laughs> well, here's the crazy thing, like. You guys have been like listening to us for almost a year now. Kind of crazy, but um, well, in the summertime, will be probably our first one that we put out. You guys, all six of you. <laughs> That's probably like eight or nine now. So we do have, we have gained a few. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, is, is this really is honestly, it's all about. I don't know, seeing seeing all this stuff that we've been through in the past year, I think that like it helps you see how even there's people who come up to me too and they're like, Oh, you guys love this perfect relationship, this perfect life and they idolize it and it's just like, you know, like, no, marriage is hard. Relationships are hard. And so if you're getting into marriage, if you're and you think that's just gonna be this beautiful honeymoon thing, like you really have to make sure that when shit gets really hard that you're going to be able to be there for each other and it's not easy but when you, I think like as time goes by and you realize you know here's the crazy thing like anything I'm going through like we both go through it it's not a exactly a man or a woman type of a thing we both do the same thing we both like have these things that we go through but it's really about just being able to understand that your partner could be feeling the same way and if you can find a way out of it and understand that they're probably feeling the exact same way that you're feeling in a different way then I think it helps you understand where your partner's out and how to make it through how to get through that but for me like with anything like in everything that I've learned like over our almost 20 years of being married is we usually are going through a similar thing at the same time and we're usually not speaking to each other or we're like bottling things up or we're stacking things up and the other person's feeling the exact same way that you're feeling and the fact that like it's okay to put all that aside and realize that okay even though I'm so upset or angry about this like where is it going to take me and where do we want to be in the end here and are we going down the road of where we want to end up and for real and that's that's actually the, the point that i think i was trying to get to in this is like there's a choice to be made right it's like before we talked about in other ones um like what's your alternative it's like back to the future you got two different like possible futures depending on how you start to act right 
you continue to be pissed off, you continue to let shit get under your skin, you continue to not communicate, you continue to hold somebody else accountable for something that may or may not be, be their fault. Um, just all this continuance of the fight, right? Like you don't want to let that go. When you both ultimately want the same thing, you both ultimately like want things to be good and happy, right? I mean, no matter how bad your fight is, if you guys could both close your eyes at night and like just like wish for one thing, I'm pr pretty sure it would be like tomorrow we're gonna like wake up and things will be cool. 99% of the time I think that would be the case. Unless somebody's super awful and this person might fall asleep thinking, I wish this fucker was like gone tomorrow, right? <laughs> That's like, you're you're beyond repair. Stop listening. Turn off our podcast and go see an attorney, right? But for the most part, most people want things to be good to the, the, the next day. Like, and ultimately, it comes down to a, a choice. Yeah, I actually read this quote today that hit me pretty hard with everything that we've gone through and it said you're one decision away from changing your life for forever yeah and that goes in many different directions right like you can make the decision to not fix things with your partner and that'll dramatically change your life or you can say you can make the decision to actually like be done with what you're going through because sometimes you just have to decide to be done with it and move forward and you can do that and not only just move forward, but bring yourself to a whole different level of understanding how to have a better relationship with each other and understand that you do go through these things that sometimes you just have to for forfeit your feelings for the moment. You know, if it's something huge that has to be worked out, that's a different story. But in most cases, it's something that like possibly like what we're going through where it's about something that isn't going to be something that's going to make you get divorced, but it's just like being in your own head. But it could feelings. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like it could, if it goes on long term. Yeah. You take that back to the future, like pathway to like the wrong future, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could. So. That's what I mean. Is like you have a decision that you have to make and. You can let it keep going forever or you can choose to have a conversation and get through it. And I think that's what has to happen. Like if we hadn't started talking about what was going on, then like we would just forever be in that place of stacking all those awful things and creating the monster that you live with. And guess what? Who wants to live with a monster? Nobody wants to live with a monster. Unless it's so. a sex monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll get to be the monster then. <laughs> No, but you create this person. Uh, there was person. a movie on Netflix called Sex M Monster. It was, uh, it's, it was an awful show. It was awful. But it was, it, but it was, it was inter awful as in it was like a super like be real type type show. But anyways, that is beside the point. <laughs> nice. It just made me think of that. No, but. I think like with anything like what we've talked about before, like honestly, and you hear this all over the place, how big communication is because when communication s shuts down, it's when you start looking at other possibilities in your life and making decisions away from your marriage instead of for your marriage. And it can become easy when you stacked up so many things on top of what your partner, how you view your partner, then all of a sudden 
like it becomes this monster that you don't even want to be around that you're going to fight against you're going to attack you're going to like try to get rid of out of your life because nobody wants monsters in their in their home right and that's ultimately the decision you have to make is okay are we going to open communication or are we going to stop it here or do we let this things keep stacking up till I don't even know how to remove those things from my memory and you'll never be anything but what I've stacked up in my head about you or about our relationship. And I think communication and being able to get over the fact that like sometimes you just have to give to your partner and give love and be there for your partner and and take actions to make a better relationship than actually take away from your relationship and that's all about decisions and what you want out of your relationship so i'm gonna try something really quick because i had a thought while you were rambling again yeah um i'm gonna try to make a connection and i hope it makes sense okay (laughs) so um, like I was saying at the start of this, I, I did get some new ink done on my arm this last week and I posted it as a reel on Instagram and it showed up on Facebook. So this dude that we know piped up and said, Hey, just FYI, every tattoo you get decreases your immune system because your white blood cells want to like attack those things and get them out. Um, blah, 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 this and that. And I just responded back like, oh, well, it's too late for me then, right? Like both my arms are gonna like fucking like fall fall off someday, right? Um, but out of cur- curiosity, I looked it up. Not exactly true, right? Some people think that that's true and other studies show that maybe getting a tattoo actually bolsters your immune system because it kicks in that, fi- that fight or flight, not just in place where you got the tattoo, but the rest of your body body and some studies show that it actually makes your immune system stronger however that's not the point right the point is this usually our emotional reactions um they're there for a purpose and they're there to keep us safe right now if it was something like a tattoo and my immune system said fuck that tattoo i'm gonna attack that thing and and ultimately ended up like making me less healthy, less strong, the demise of my body, that would be like a self-inflicted demise, right? Now, our emotions are the same thing, right? Like we experience uncomfort and our emotions pop pop up to like keep us safe. We got that fight or flight, we got all these things, right? They're there to keep us safe. But sometimes those emotions that we have that are there to keep us safe, they're actually destructive, right? So whereas my situation was I'm feeling stressed because business is slow and I might be concerned about what Shreem might be thinking about me, this or that, that's gonna gonna keep me safe because I don't wanna experience what my dad did with my mom and so I'm gonna shut down, I'm not gonna share with her, this and that. Well, those emotions that are actually there to like keep me safe and that's what they're supposed to do, they're actually being self-destructive like the one theory that your tattoo decreases your immune system and eventually will like break you down and like fucking kill you, right? People aren't dying left and right that have tattoos, right? So that's probably not completely ac- accurate. But what I'm saying is this, is we have a brain though, 
now we can actually like make a choice we don't have to like continue these self-destructive paths it might be our nature and our instinct to do so but we're humans with a big brain and we can choose to not go down that path now we might have gone down that path for 43 years of our lives but that doesn't mean that we have to go down that path the next 43 years of our lives that make any sense yeah so just because something comes naturally to you that's your natural instinct doesn't necessarily make it good right so but I would share but I would say this for like now most of the time when I was speaking I was speaking to men because those are the ones that I get those are the ones that I identify with but I also do know the opposite side like I said that most divorces are initiated by women because and the leading cause of that is loss of job loss of income and I would hope that like this message can go to them too and be like, well, listen, be a tad bit more understanding because you got to know that like when your guy gets in a hard spot, that's like the fucking worst thing ever, right? Like he could be in an accident and lose his dick. Like his dick gets ch ch chopped off because he's in a motorcycle accident. He flies over his bars and fucking like castrates himself. That would be like less bad for him than when he loses his income and can't support his family. Like women don't understand like the importance that we put on that. If a guy can't support his family, man, that like that guy doesn't feel like he's like worth being a guy. You women, I don't think you understand the level of importance that guys feel about that. And so when things get hard, it's super stressful, super like sh shitty. Now, Cherie works her ass off also. And I also know that like, on one hand, I know Cherie's not like sitting there judging me. And it's not like I haven't made money, I have. It's just been slower than normal, right? Now it's picking up again, okay? And to that, that's all perspective too. Like somebody, so there, there's dudes out there that make 50 60 grand before f f fucking noon right and if they only made 10 grand before noon that would be a bad day for them most of us if we made 10 grand before noon we'd be like thinking we were like fucking rich right <laughs> um so it's all perspective so i'm not trying to throw out numbers i'm not trying to th throw out income levels i'm just saying that if a guy is all of a sudden is not doing as good as he normally feels like he ought to or should it might cause an emotional re reaction that might make him depressed. It might put him into a funk. It might do this or that. And that is going to affect other aspects of his life. That is part of being a dude. Is what it is. However, um, if you choose right and you have the right girl in your life, and it probably doesn't need to be so bad. But your brain still takes you to that place anyway, so. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm ram ram <laughs> rambling at the, 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 this point. <laughs> no, I think it's just understanding it, like your partner and being able to I don't know, have those conversations because I think that, that it's important because 
I think it just makes things worse when you are going in that place. Because I know, like, even with things that I've gone through, like, if I don't let them build up to be this big thing, then they don't have to be this big thing, you know? And, and I don't know. Like, I think that eventually after so many years, like, hopefully you could get to a point where... Like, it's not as bad, but I, I get it. Like, we all have those things that it's, it's still just as bad not, because you still yeah. have commitments. You no, still have things you got to That's what I'm for. saying is, like, it, it's not going to ever, like, be in easier. Fact, in fact, it gets, like, more of those because the longer you get in life, you get another, you get a bigger house. You have more commitments. You're paying for more cars. Your kids need braces. They're going to school soon. They're going to college soon. It actually gets, like, worse, actually, right? Like, the commitments get more grand, right, you know? It's def- definitely a thing, right? But there is also that other side of it where it's just like the fact of being like a guy too where, where you hear that thing like nobody cares, we're ha- 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 harder, right? You know, and so that's also true. But the paradox of that is when you get down, you get frustrated. Instead of wanting to work harder, you just want to like fucking quit, <laughs> right? So... It's this, it's this battle you have to play within, within your own head. And uh, I had to talk about this with some friends th- the other day. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, when you have depression, when you're sad, you want to just shut down and you're trying to just survive. But you don't have a choice. You either let that feeling win and you just shut down and you just fucking quit and, like, don't succeed or you kick kick its ass somehow and it might take days or it might take weeks it might even take months but as long as you don't quit eventually you can overcome right but sometimes that feeling makes you want to shut down and quit but you just can't let it make you shut down and quit yeah 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 i mean that's the hardest part like in any scenario too is like it's easy to get in depression, especially with everything in this this life that we have to deal with. And like so many of us can go there, but you kind of have to just be able to get yourself to fight for what you want in life and fight for keeping the love going, keeping the relationship going, keeping your family going. And, and you kind of just have to keep showing up, you know? Yeah. Like even like with us, like you guys kind of know our story if you guys listen to us long enough but we moved to Hawaii and COVID kind of made our dream life in Hawaii be like completely shut down and we had to move back and guess what we got back and neither of us had jobs for a couple months I mean there's a lot of people out there who were like oh COVID was so great it brought us together and all this and you know oh pissed me <laughs> off my, my friends were like the only thing in their life that changed was they got to work from home in their yeah. PJs were like oh it's not so bad I'm like yeah fuck you right it's <laughs> awful but here's the thing it's like all like circumstantial right like that like for them it was kind of a blessing because they got to be with their families more for many people um many divorces happened during COVID. I mean, because being able, like being in each other's space for so long, you know, and even for us, like being in a place where neither of us had jobs, we didn't know how we were gonna take care of our kids. The world was weird. 
people weren't really exactly hiring like everybody, you know, no, like people were losing was. their jobs. Yeah. And here we were moving back to Utah and not having any type of income coming in, just having to go off of what we had in savings and rebuild our whole life. I mean, if Brandon and I were the type of people that we just let life happen to us, we would not be in this moment right now. Um, but the fact that we are resilient in our lives, we're people who will not let it let life beat us down. That's why we are where we're at right now. I mean, one of the coolest things I ever had one of our friends say to us before we moved to Hawaii is we told some of our best friends that were moving to Hawaii and and they were all upset, of course, because we were we're all so close. But the one thing that I thought was super cool about our friend was that he said to us, you know, out of anybody or all of our friends, I know that you guys can make it work. And it was kind of a cool thing to learn that people see that in us. And, and I think that's it's just something you have to apply to everything in your life. Because whether you're going through something as a couple or you're going through something on your own or as a family or whatever your situation is, like it, it's that decision, right? You're one decision away from like changing your life forever. And how do we come back from Hawaii and decide just to be the victim and let life happen to us, then we'd be in a very different place than we are right now. And with every argument, with every fight that we get into or whatever, like even disagreements with our kids and, and all the pain that you feel through it all, like sometimes it's easy to give up and just not make the decision to make it better. But when you're with a partner and you have to get to a place where you're with a partner who wants to never let that side of it win then you're gonna always win even when things are hard and even when things are so so shitty that you think how are we gonna ever get out of this like just knowing that like it takes you to be the one to get each other out of it and if you both take that responsibility then that means you're both working towards a better life for yourself and I think that's the place where amazing things happen and you can't even imagine the beautiful things that are going to wait for you in the future because you made it through the shit that you had to make it through to get to that point. There it is. Boom. <laughs> and I think with that, I think we're getting in for the night. Awesome. Well, and as we always say, end it with a bang. End it with a bang, baby. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we're going to go do. So, <laughs> peace out. Love you guys. See you next time. See ya.